0: What's happening, guys? Welcome back to the TNG Golfcast. It is, of course, Gareth. Um, This week is going to be a little bit different. Um, It's just me riding solo this week, unfortunately. Um, We teased a couple of weeks ago we'd be coming back to do some more episodes. And uh, yeah, the plan was to come back with this episode. Uh, But unfortunately, my co host, Tom, is uh, unavailable. And um, well, basically, as you probably know and you remember, uh, Tom's had quite a lot of problems with his back um, in the recent months and uh, yeah, it escalated, dramatically escalated. Um, obviously over the last sort of two months it has been a handful of uh, visits to the hospital, um, he's been signed off work, he's been quite quite unwell with it to be fair and then it reached its peak at the uh, week actually going to get spinal surgery. So yeah, it's got that badly, guy. Um, yeah. With regards to the future episodes, um, we'll play it by ear, The plan again was to give you an episode for the review of the Ryder Cup, but at the minute we can't guarantee anything. Um, this episode obviously just being myself, it'll be a short, short and sweet one. But yeah, we'll get Tom back when we can, and we'll get another episode put out for you guys. So uh, yeah, please, if you don't mind, wish him all the best as I do and uh hope he recovers quick and uh yeah we're getting back soon so all the best mate. So anyway, episode twenty two and uh, of course it is going to be about the Ryder Cup. So like I said, I'm on my own, so bear with me. Um first of all we we'll start off um quick congratulations to Team Europe in the Solheim Cup um massive congratulations to the team the Cup itself um day one did the very best to give all us fans a shiter but they master bring it back on day two and then obviously level things off again uh, on day three to retain the cup itself so fantastic well done uh so yeah like i said this episode is all about the Ryder cup this year that takes place at marco simone golf club this has been hyped up and talked about for the last six to eight months and it's finally just around the corner um like i said marco simone on the edge of rome now if you follow YouTube and a lot of the Ryder cup sort of posting websites and social media and all the rest of it, you'll, you've we've all seen a lot of this golf course over the last sort of three months. I would say it's the most viewed golf course this year, potentially. And uh, yeah, the Dave Sampson uh, design from European Golf Design, who was the man entrusted with the redesign of Marco Simone and what a job he's done. Obviously, I think it's been said, this course was designed with the Ryder Cup in mind, um, just the landscape itself is unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. So, biggest takeaway over the last sort of 36 months, because it's not a golf course that I knew a lot of bar watching the Italian Open uh, last year, um, but what we've seen, if we go on the social media side of things um for the guys that do the youtube golf and that when they've had a chance to be looking after play it it looks tough in certain parts of that golf course i.e the, f- the rough it looks mental it looks like a jungle in most places but the overall sort of landscape of the golf course itself um from <sighs> again i'm not putting myself so i can't really comment on it but what i've seen the pros, the, the the guys at the top of this level, the elite players might have an enjoyable three days to be fair, scoring wise. The overall expectation of the course is there's going to be a getable track. Eagles, birdies galore, they're expecting on the back nine, potentially, but if they get stuck in that rough man, Jesus Christ. Uh, from what I've seen anyway, I think there's guys hacking it out of there and the ball just doesn't want to move. The club just wraps around the grass and just yeah, it looks like an absolute nightmare to be fair. I mean, I don't know if Europeans are sort of more used to that sort of landscape and that sort of track on a golf course compared to the Americans, but again these guys are top elite players, they, they mean we're talking the best of the best golfers coming together for these three days in Rome. I don't see it being that big a problem for these guys. I can't see them really sort of find themselves in these kind of conditions, but it's there and it's gonna cause fucking mayhem it looks a bit. But overall, if it looks like things strong, strong parkland course in absolutely fabulous condition and uh, basically characterised by say holes where you can cut corners in a certain manner. That's perfect for players play as we know and uh, yeah, there's water down the left, there's water down the right, bunkers sort of strategically placed, it's going to be, there's going to be drama but I mean from what I've seen and what I've read, this a uh, golf course that doesn't really strike a lot of fear into these players, so we'll see what happens from there. Obviously, the main hope is that like, most of the matches do go down deep into the round, because, of course, that's where the best holes are. The last five are going to be epic by the looks of it. I mean, you've got two strong two short holes follow, followed by a driver pull par four, then a wee short hole that looks fantastic as well. Um, finally, we'll better wait to end on a par five? water, I think it's short left or short right, I can't remember, but then you look at that and it's got that sort of head and hands drama, feel about it, written all over it for the players especially and uh, yeah, it's going to be exceptional, I really can't wait, I mean like I said, it's been building for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, the Cup, for me personally, I mean it's, it's kind of, because I come from like a football background, I'm used to the team element and obviously golf being an individual sport, these moments and these competitions that we get, like the, obviously the WGC match play, that's no longer here, but obviously we've got the match play solely for Ryder Cup it's it's going to be epic I can't all wait, honestly, I can't all wait but if have got go back to the Ryder Cup YouTube channel itself now I don't know how many people tend to watch this or take any sort of interest in the YouTube channel for the Ryder Cup but the last sort of few weeks they've been putting out like absolutely amazing footage. Um, obviously to build it up for this year, but like to take us back to the memory lane in that as well. Um, I mean you're looking at footage there of the great Sevi Ballasteros and Olafable together playing together. Obviously Sevi leading the Europeans as captain as well. The footage is there, and obviously Nicholas Coulson and the uh, Westy giving Tiger and the uh, sticker a the time. That lives long in the memory as well. Miracle Medina and the uh, obviously they've had to put footage up as well for the American guys as well so there's a couple of videos that I've seen regarding the highlights of uh, Whistling Straits where we got fucking demolished but yeah we'll, we'll we'll pass on by with that but yeah it's just them um, you gotta think like this competition I think means a lot more to the players than I think we realize golf is an individual sport but the Ryder Cup brings that team element it brings out the best in players it kind of makes players think a little bit more, plan a little bit better, like the the thought on their head will be, I can't let anybody down, can't let my team down, can't let my captains down, my vice captains, the whole of Europe or the whole of America is backing me to go and do this, it's, uh, it's exciting, I can't wait, I mean I know a lot of people who have got absolutely zero interest in golf, I've spoken to and they actually mentioned why the cop's coming up, I'm looking forward to watching it and that's got to be great for golf it's nice to hear, nice to talk about as well, but, end of the day, like I was saying, these players, I think it means a lot more than what they let on, um, and of course, like, we talk about rookies, coming into this team element, I mean, I'll, I'll come on to the, the final teams in a minute, but, I mean, look down the years, the amount of rookies that um, came out of nowhere, became household names, I mean, the long history of the competition, you see, they, they all seem to perform on this stage, and it's just phenomenal a lot of times. There, but yeah, one of the teams. So, looking at that, obviously got <coughs> Rory, John Ram, Tarel Hatton, Fitzy, Uh, Hovland, Big Bob, Shane Lowry, Tommy Fleetwood, Nicolai Hoygaard, Seb Straka, Justin Rose, Ludwig the It's. I'll come on to the obviously my opinion of that of the picks and all the rest in a minute, but it's a strong squad to be honest. It is a strong, strong team. Uh, so that's team Europe, obviously the USA. Again, no talk about strength? Jesus Christ, Scheffler, Brian Harmon, Cantley, Homer, Shoffley, Wyndham Clark, uh, Speth, Kepka, Morikawa, Burns, Fowler, Thomas. I mean. My opinion at the very start, when we first started discussing the Ryder right Cup, I was, it was like quite confident we were going to lose. I mean, looking at it, two strong teams, home soil, anything can happen, absolutely anything can happen. But yeah, in regards to the captain's picks, so, when the European team was like finalised, um, personally for me, at the time, uh, I was pissed off um, with a couple of Donald's picks. The first shock for me was Shane Lowry now yes he's had a lot of top 10s like 14 or 15 top 20 finishes but he's not really won since the BMW in 2022 and this season itself he's not looked like he's been threatening any of the top players he probably feels like the luckiest man alive to make it in this this team this year I may be completely wrong He may have felt confident enough um he's got experience as he's played in the Ryder Cup But again I looked at it and I thought like like for example for the guys that missed out I mean Lowry probably feels the luckiest man in the world the man who probably feels like the unluckiest man in the world to be fair and it's been well documented from a lot of people as well uh yeah you guessed it Adrian Moronk, um myself and Tom were basically championing this guy uh we enjoyed watching him he was winning I mean Majority of golf fans probably agreed that he should be picked. He should have been picked. Uh, picked up his first one back in July 2022. And then he won the Australian Open. And the Italian Open. Uh, Marco Simone, I might add. This year. And uh, yeah, in my opinion, he should be there. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of controversy on who missed out. And, like, who was picked in his place. I mean, you can talk about Eberg. You can talk about Hoygaard. Sepp Stracker. But, again... Luke Donald's his old man, he's picked his squad that I best suited for going up against the Americans at Marco Simone this year, so, we will see what happens, so, I mentioned his name there. A shock for me was Ludwig Eiberg. to be fair, uh, a player that I'd never have heard of, up until a week before, maybe two weeks before, Donald made his picks, uh, he turned pro back in June or July, can't remember, and now he's teeing up with Marco Simone, I mean, Granted, might be my ignorance not to really know who he is, but for a guy that literally just came on the scene, turned pro a matter of months ago, it's a bit nuts. But what we're hearing is good things. To be fair, he's long off the tee, he's a strong iron player, he's um, young, but a lot of the people who are at the top of this game thought very highly of the guy. I mean, the pressure of forty thousand fans watching you and every move. With the weight, the world's best players, depending on you, could it be a step too far for the guy, I don't know, but again, when you watch him, I've watched stuff on him now, I've went back and watched him, he just doesn't mm-hmm. look faced, to be fair, uh, we've been told he's the next star of the game, so yeah, we'll see what happens. One thing though, that definitely made me happy, um, as you can probably guess, is uh, Bo McIntyre qualifying, and yeah, what a feeling. What a feeling, we love Bob McIntyre, we will champion this guy, he's a great player, Um, played so well at the Scottish Open obviously, and then just missed out to Rory, but the guy's got talent, he's going places, he's still young, and uh, yeah, good to have a representative from Scotland in that team, yeah, to be honest, we're fucking buzzing, (laughs) I'm I'm not going to lie, we are absolutely buzzing, we can't wait to see him teeing up, Uh, along with the rest of the guys as well, to be fair, and one especially in our... Uh, happy pick for me was uh, Justin Rose, the Granddad, the old bastard, the mature figure, uh, the legend really happy he's made it into the team uh, I think having a player like Rosie and amongst the can only benefit this team um, I think a lot of people share that same opinion to be fair probably a reliable source for the guys like Rory, Ram players like that who've been here, done it time and time again. having Rosie in your corners because it's going to be a benefit, I think. Um, you look after everybody. He's got that calm head about him as well um, and he's he's playing well. He's had a couple of up and down moments throughout the season but he's won on tour as well. So, he's got that in his back pocket as well. So, yeah, good to see him getting picked and uh, for me, not a doubt in my mind, not a, not a doubt in my mind, he's a future captain for Team Europe as well. 100%. Unless he goes to live. Anyway <coughs> But thinking about it, uh, I said I was pissed off about Donald. To I me, mean, I think Tom said shared the same opinion of me, like Lowry getting picked, Ebert getting picked. Um I think now the dust has settled and I've discussed the whole situation with people who are a bit more wiser about the game than me anyway, especially, I realised it is all about the team element the relationships that have been built and developed over the years within the team. I mean that shit matters, eh? It really does. For because it's an individual sport, trying to put yourself in that mindset to be in that team and see it from their point of view being a team element and that as well is different in a way. And I think we've seen it in more recent years, especially with the Americans in this current crop. I mean having these relationships developed and these friendships it definitely definitely has an effect and uh looking at our, lot European team, to be fair, we, we look solid, we look a solid unit, I just, I just can't wait to get started, I've actually booked off, <laughs> the end of the week, I've, I've taken it off on holiday, because I'm not missing any, any of this, I love the Ryder Cup, absolutely love it, so I'm looking forward to it, um, so yeah, like I said earlier on, I said in the previous Ryder Cup episode that we did, that I don't see anything but a Team USA victory, I mean with the potential lineup back then, when we recorded the episode back in I think it was March, maybe April. Before having kicked off a live, especially, I mean I looked at it and I thought, Jesus Christ, like this could be ridiculous talent. But on the flip side, you look at the guys who are a live and the guys who could have been potentially picked for the cup. We're talking Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reid, players like that, I mean they've not really performed this year so I think we got lucky that players like that haven't been picked and haven't been performing because I mean in my opinion DJ is still one of the best players of the world he's on his game so regarding live players anyway especially the biggest threat to us is uh, going to be Brooks Kepka. he's always going to be concern. I mean let's be honest the guy's a machine on the main stage he loves to ride the cup as well but the other threat I think amongst that sort of squad of players that they've got and it's probably based off of what we recently saw the open at Hoylake is uh, Brian Harmon, the guy's consistency is frightening, his accuracy off the tee is frightening, the guy is a I mean obviously there's certain holes at Marco Simone where there's quite narrow fairways and that but I mean even you'll go back to looking at Hoylake, I mean the guy barely missed, he barely put a footer on, off the tee especially, he's not the longest guy who would know that but yeah, he is a concern. To be fair, and he's a guy that really gets phased as well. As we've seen, he's he's been about his whole career just going about doing his own thing. He's not a major champion, and he probably deserves to be there. To be fair, um, Scottish surfer. Well, not much needs to be said, but Scotty, the guy, just keeps being up there, top fifteen finishes most weeks. If he's not finishing second or third, or even winning, he's just consistent yeah he's a threat I just hope he's not found a putting stroke to be fair come the end of this week because in reality this is only a weakness I mean I did see footage of him on uh, the practice greens I think it was today or yesterday he's uh, working on that with the world uh, famous putting coach Phil Kenyon so yeah fingers crossed nothing comes to that uh, and then of course phew, Christ the last champion of the WGC match probably Sam Burns in the team as well I mean, if you must play champion, you know what you're doing, <laughs> especially, uh, and then obviously 2023 major one, I Clark, so yeah, there's enough of a threat from the guys that have uh, obviously qualified, I mean, we'll look at that as well, Justin Thomas hasn't had the best year at all, Um, but he played well at an event a couple of weeks ago, or last week I remember, but he, has record itself in the the cup is astonishing I mean his partnership with Jordan Spieth as well it's it's not going to be easy we know it's not going to be easy but again I look at our spot and I mean even with the new boys like the rookies the boys we expected and even those we didn't think deserve a place the boys at the top of the tree like Ram and Rory Hovland and Big Bob I mean the fact is it's been so long since the Yanks won on European soil as well, I'm definitely a little bit more hopeful, and I'm just hoping come away with the the win. That's all we need. Just get that cup back. We're not on European soil, and uh hopefully, guys like aberg and Hjart start making a bigger name for themselves, and that as well. And I'll say, ah, just looking forward to Sunday. Ready the cup, ready the cup. It does not get better than this. And uh, yeah, I think. I'm gonna call it there. I'm uh desperately missing my reliable co host to Bill out with the shite as he normally does. <laughs> you can probably tell. It's uh ah, it's been strange doing all my own. Uh like I said, Tom's going through some shit at the minute. Uh obviously I've told him no pressure, no rush to get back and that we do this for fun. We say this over and over again. It doesn't bring anything in for us. It's just we like talking about golf and like interacting with you guys and that as well. And just getting opinions out there and controversial or not. Doesn't matter. It's your opinion, you know what I mean? Golf brings that element where I mean me and me, Tom argue about most things, eh? You know what I mean? You've probably heard that numerous times. But yeah, golf, we love it. We love it. Um Yeah. Can't wait to get going. So hopefully, like I said, at some point we'll give you a debriefing the way of the Cup. Um, it just depends on ter- like Tom, like I said, if it's not going to be directly on the conclusion of Sunday, I doubt it will be. To be fair, well, we'll do what we can when Tom's able to. We'll get get back and get another episode out for you. And uh, yeah, looking forward to bringing more episodes when we can too. And planning ahead potentially for the next year, how it's going to look for the podcast as well. Um, yeah, big plans, but we'll see how it goes. I think I'm just talking shite now, to be honest with you, Um, so end of there, thank you very much for listening, that has been a short one, Uh, we'll be back when we can, and uh, yeah, in the comments of the post that goes up regarding the, the promo for the episode, show Tom some love, I'm sure he'll appreciate that as well, uh, knowing that we're all thinking about him, hopefully he's, he's back on the mend, ASAP and back being healthy, able to get himself about. you know what I mean, but yeah, until next time guys thank you very much remember you can uh, like and subscribe on the podcast channels like spotify and apple and uh, give the page on instagram we follow a little bit of interaction as well be much appreciated and uh, like you say we're back when we can and i hope you all enjoy this week come on team europe